Welcome back to the Buffalo Blitz. And guys, I appreciate you guys coming on on this Wednesday night. And yeah, I, I'm, I'm happy you guys are coming on tonight. It's one another edition of the Buffalo Blitz. I know we are competing with the match. I was watching that earlier. Um, hopefully Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes pull that out. But if you guys come away from the match and obviously check us out, that would be awesome. But yeah, I know the match is um, happening tonight. So yeah, Buffalo Blitz. But if you guys want to watch both at the same time, that would be freaking awesome. I'm Peter DiBiase. My Twitter handle is DiBiase Peter. As always, we usually have a guest, and we're going to have Nate Geary on this week. But he was moving houses, had to change some things. He'll be back on end of June, um, early July. So don't be um, – I know last last week I said he was going to come on, but I know stuff, stuff changes. You know what? You know who doesn't change? My man, Izzy. I'm going to bring Izzy on. Izzy, welcome Let's back. Go. Man, thank you for coming on last minute. I appreciate it. Hey, you know, when uh, when my guys need me, if I can do, be there, I will. Yeah, and I look, I know it's last minute, so, but Izzy, you're, I enjoyed your show on Sunday, and I appreciate you, you coming back. You're my first guest, so you know what? I had to have you back on. Had to have you back on. How how was how's everything going with you, man? Everything's going pretty good, man. You know, uh, just had a four-day weekend for Memorial Day, and, uh, you know, had some, had some good time. Uh, my uh, my niece graduated yesterday from high school. Oh, uh, right here at your niece. Yep, yep, my niece. She just graduated, so she uh, she had a little get together at her house with all the ladies. I had to come home because I had to be up early today. But you know what? Being up early, I got home kind of early, and I uh, was able to be here for you. So that's what we do. Yeah, guys. And once again, we'll be talking about the training camp battles. I was kind of we're gonna run through the running back competition, the wide receiver competition, the tight end competition, and the cornerback competition. As always, guys, the comment section is open. So feel free to give us your thoughts on all the competitions or anything else we you guys want us to talk about. And I know I mentioned this earlier, but spin is right. Trying to compete with Josh Allen in the match. Yeah, that's uh that is that's tough to compete with Josh Allen in anything. But hey, we will do our best. And Jason coming in, well, there's an open linebacker position. He's right. Andre Smith's gonna be we can actually you know what? Let's start with that. Is that it was Ooh. I wasn't gonna I wasn't plan on starting on that, but you know what? Stuff happens in the news. And uh, Andre Smith, guys, if you haven't realized, suspended for six games with the PED suspension. One that you're right, that opens up a linebacker spot, but it also opens up a special team spot because Andre Smith wasn't really going to, I would play a significant role on the actual defense because you have Tremaine Edmonds, you have Terrell Bernard, you obviously have Matt Milano. But is what like does I don't think Andre Smith makes the roster now. Like, I don't think they're going to carry a guy that's going to miss six games just for a special teamer. Nah, and uh, one thing that I think that it actually opens up for is, you know, there was a, a seventh-round pick out of Clemson that we drafted this year. Yep, Dale Inspector. Yep, Mr. Specter, the ghost. Uh, he now has, you know, a chance to make this roster, especially since at, at um, Clemson he played special teams as well. He did. He played defense special teams. He did everything he could. Mm-hmm. And I think that, you know, at his size, he's, he's six foot, so he may not see a lot of defensive reps, but on special teams he could. And he's a sure tackler, and he's a try-hard kind of guy. So he's going to go out there and do his best. Uh, I think this opens up a spot for possibly being inspected because I thought yeah, and I know was already making the team. People talked about, like, Tower Mikovich could be a cap casualty just because of his his money. Not anymore because nope. Andre Smith is that casualty at this point because I think Mikovich will be very important on the special teams. Um, Tyrell Dotson obviously has more of a chance to stick on the roster. Obviously, Terrell Bernard was going to stay on the roster anyway unless he had an yep. absolute brutal camp, which we don't expect. But, yeah, this opens up a lot of spots for these linebackers. And you know what? That's exciting. I got to help you out. Yeah. Tyler Matakavich. Matakavich. You, yep. as, guys, if you don't know, Izzy's great with names. So. I'm the name guy. Yeah, Matakavich. But, like I said, yeah, he plans – he was potentially could be a cap casualty. Not anymore. There's no chance he even no. – sniffs cap casualty um yeah is he coming out of the bullpen yeah is he's coming out of the bullpen strong yeah appreciate it um and yeah bernier got i think he had a spot anyway i don't yeah. think there was any like like significant way he was not going to play but this will give him a chance to obviously maybe not start right away in the defense which wasn't the option but play legit special teams minutes or snaps excuse me not basketball snaps and then uh-huh. get kind of instituted into the offense so that uh defense so that's could be something um but yeah andre smith moving on probably going to be moving on from the bills at this point with the peds for six games he so we'll see where that takes us we will see where that takes us we're gonna guys can afford it and some guys can't 
Yeah, yeah, Josh Allen could afford it. Not Andre <laughs> Smith. He cannot. Running back competition, guys. And I, I wanted to start. I, I went there. I wanted to start. I wanted to start with this because this is very going to be very crucial to see this summer. One, because of the drafting of James Cook in the second round, and two, because of Zach Moss. So I kind of made like I made like a little spreadsheet for myself, and I kind of listed out the, the five running backs that are going to be legit running backs on this team or could potentially make the roster. So there's Devin Singletary, Zach Moss, Duke Johnson, James Cook, and Taiwan Jones. I put three guys as locks. I don't know if you agree with me, Izzy, on this, but we'll see. Devin Singletary, lock. Yeah. James Cook, a lock. And then I put Taiwan Jones a lock because of yeah. special teams, not because of his production on the offense, but it's because of special teams. Especially now with the Andre Smith loss. That's another guy you're not getting yes, rid of. Exactly. So then you have Zach Moss and Duke Johnson battling for that fourth running back spot. You would assume they only keep four running backs. I would assume that's where the Bills go. Dave put out an article today. Depends on what you yesterday. count Gilliam as. Depends on what yeah, I put, Gilliam, I put Gilliam as a tight end. I put I, I saw him as a tight end. So I think they officially made him a fullback, though. Okay, okay, but like true running backs, yeah. you, I don't see them keeping all five of those guys I just mentioned. Absolutely not. So what we're gonna talk about is Zach Moss, Duke Johnson. Where do we start? Who who do who do who's your like early prediction for who stays and who doesn't? So my early my my prediction for who stays is Zach Moss. That's what my mind says, right? Mm-hmm. My heart is kind of saying Duke Johnson because I think Duke Johnson is the overall better back. But when I think about it, Zach Moss is a hammer. He's a 230-pound back. Yes. Devin Singletary, 205. Uh, freaking uh, Cook is only 200 pounds, 199, whatever I round up. Uh, if you keep Duke Johnson, you don't have a hammer. I mean, Singletary is good enough at hammering it in there. But when you're on the goal line and you're playing the Titans who have a big old fat-ass up front line, and you need somebody to go in there and bust things up, it's Moss. He's not going to get you 10 yards on any given play, but he'll get you two yards on any given play. And that if you need one yard, you need that guy. Yeah. Duke, Duke's not that guy. No, and you're right. They they kind of they give you, obviously, two different types of style of play. And does James Cook, and this is what I think. Like, I, I, I agree. I, my, like Zach Moss like is should be on the roster, you would think. But Duke Johnson just gives you something that Zach Moss doesn't. Do the Bills think when bringing in James Cook, does that just eliminate Duke Johnson? Is there no point of having Duke Johnson? Because I think that could be a legit possibility. Because without Zach Moss, is we don't have a legit goal line running back. Yeah. Like a legit, legit. Like I think Secretary can do his job um, in the goal line, but that's not a specialty. And we can also see how James Cook um, develops. But like if you read his notes on Georgia, his he wasn't great in the red zone. Like that wasn't his specialty. So we were going to rely on that. Yeah. And Gilliam hasn't really showed us anything out of the backfield. So, or hasn't shown us literally like as a, as a, as a a run carrier. Yes, exactly. He's a great, he's a great blocker as a run carrier. So Zach Moss, Duke Johnson. If it's it's me, it's you keep, you're keeping freaking Moss. I I agree. Using my, using my heart. I want to keep Duke because I think Duke's a better back, but using my brain, I have what I would have in Duke in both Singletary and in uh, Cook. I need somebody to handle business when they need to be handled, and that's that's exactly what Zach is. Yeah, yeah. Give me one I, second. I completely, I completely agree. What's up, Brian? How we doing? Izzy's coming back in a second, but what's up, Brian? Um, Brian for Breaking Tables. If you guys don't know. Does a great job on breaking tables. So Mondays and Thursdays. So check them out. Dave Myers coming and smash that like. Yeah, Dave. Guys, Dave, founder of Built in Buffalo. Always, always listen to what Dave does. Um, yeah, Brian, I don't think that's happened. I know you're obviously joking on this, but I heard that they bring it back. Christian Wade. You know what? Fan favorite, Christian Wade. Does he come back? No, nah, he doesn't come back. But uh, that would be another great uh training camp story. And and right when this comes back, I can get his opinion on this. Moss still under rookie contract. He's Here not going anywhere. That could be a that could be an option. He's cheap, but so but Duke, it's not like Duke Johnson's on a long term extension, a long term contract, or any like financial restraints, which is I guess is a good thing for the Bills. Like Moss and Duke Johnson don't really hurt hurt you that much in the cap. So it's basically whoever performs better or whatever they expect. So look, Moss doing a rookie contract, that's obviously important because his contract isn't crazy because he was a third round pick. But just because 
It's not, yeah, it's like, like I said, it's not like Duke Johnson is anything uh, crazy with that contract. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a one year, you know, eleven hundred dollar, eleven hundred, one $1.1 million dollar deal. Jesus Christ, what am I doing? Wrong $1. year, one million dollar. Yeah, <laughs> there's been a long day just with math. Uh, but so yeah, one point one million. I mean, it's, that is almost I think double what Zach Moss is making this year. But I'd have to look that up too, oh, Zach Moss. Yeah, Zach, Zach Moss has been a very good pass blocker. I don't agree with don't see much else because I think Zach Moss gives you something that Devin Singletary and James Cook and Duke Johnson don't give you, and that is a legit, legit goal line back. Do we really want to see Josh Allen just running into people in the goal line? Like, it works, but do I have to hold my breath every two seconds when I see Josh Allen running into people on the goal line? Like, I, yeah, but I don't want to see that every time. Um yeah. And it works, but eventually one hit and it's screwed. We need Josh Allen to be upright just swinging that thing around around the yard. We don't need him barreling through people. So Zach Moss gives you that goal line running back. So Zach so, Moss is only uh, only fifteen or $150,000 less per year. So yeah, there's no there's no money involved. Yeah, if you, if, 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 is that, is, I think that's the conclusion we came to. There's no... Yeah. There's no money like, involved. The money's not big either way. No, if you keep no. Duke or, or Zach, it doesn't matter. It's the same thing. So it's basically, it's two things. It's how they perform in minicamp or training camp. Mm-hmm. And what Precision. do the Bills want for their offense? Because they both, they're not the same type of running back in Duke Johnson and Zach Moss. So, and look, I don't think one of them will stay on the practice squad. It's not like we cut one and then just, just go back. It's to possible. Duke, Duke Johnson could be a practice squad running back. Do you see really... Zach Moss going to the practice squad? No, somebody, no. somebody will pick him up. So somebody, will it, pick, it's um, a young guy, and he could fit their offense perfect, and then go out there and ball out and have a good year behind you know the Buccaneers line with uh, Fournette. It, it could be something like that. Yeah, Jim coming in. I think they're going to keep three running backs: Devin Moss and Cook. They're going to keep Tywan Jones for special teams purposes. If you don't want to count him as a true uh, every down running back, you don't have to. But he falls under the running back category. So he mm-hmm. will be staying on this team. And especially with this Andre Smith situation with the six-game suspension and probably Andre Smith on this team. So I don't expect Tywan Jones to go anywhere. But it's not like we're going to see Tywan Jones in taking snaps. With yeah, unless, somebody, unless, unless you lose a couple of guys, it's not happening. Yeah, so yeah. Okay, you can say those three guys, but then you got obviously got to toss Tywan Jones in. But I got what you're saying, Jim. I got what you're saying. Um. Yeah, one group coming in. Duke or Zach, don't know if it really matters. Normally they have only have two actual running backs active on game day anyway, Singletary and Cook. Yeah, that's true. They do have like two, like I said, two legit running backs active on game day. Um, and Taiwan. And Taiwan. I got guys were forgetting Taiwan. You cannot forget Taiwan Jones when you were talking about the running back competition, even though he's a special teamer, which is important. So well, the thing is, is like if, if say Singletary gets hurt in in a game, right? Or let's say Cook gets hurt. Like if you need a pass catching back and Cook gets hurt, yeah, Taiwan Jones can fill that role. He that's all he is. He he's not really a runner, but he can he can catch the ball at the backfield. If you remember that Texans game in the playoffs for us, yeah, yeah he could. he's the one who, he's the one who chewed us up. Yes, exactly. Uh, final question before we move on to the wide receiver competition. And I appreciate you guys all the comments. You guys are flying in here. That's freaking awesome. Um, Kim's coming in. Then who will be on the practice card? We know Cook Motor. And Jones aren't. So, yeah, James Cook won't be Singletary and obviously Tywin Jones. Raheem Blackshaw would be on the practice squad, I would assume. The undrafted running back from Virginia Tech. I think he'll be the running back practice squad guy. Unless, like, somehow Moss or Duke Johnson take a practice squad um, signing. It's more likely Duke Johnson than Zach Moss, in my opinion. What are are your thoughts on that? Is is Raheem Blackshaw probably the special – not the special team, the practice squad running back? Most likely. I mean, unless you can get Duke Johnson onto the practice squad, which he may look to sign somewhere else, and if he does, then cool. But he may, you know, not find a place, and he may want to be on a practice squad, exactly. and it might be ours. So it really depends on the market for, for running backs and what Duke's Duke's market is. But I definitely see Blackshear being on the on the practice squad. Black, okay. Blackshear, right? Yeah, Blackshear. Yeah, I went to Virginia. Yeah, Blackshear. Raheem Blackshear. Uh, running back out of Virginia Tech, who's my college football team. So go home. Yeah, um, Fahim. Yeah, we're going to be moving on to the wide receiver competition. Guys, keep coming with the comments. I appreciate that. We'll get to them as soon as possible. So like I said before, I'm going to go through the guys that I think are locks. We'll go say Stefan Diggs, Gabe Davis, 
uh, Isaiah McKenzie, Jamison Crowder, and uh, Shakir. I think those are the locks. Then okay. you got Jake Kumaro, Marquez Stevenson, Tanner Gentry, Gentry, and Isaiah Hodgins as the four guys that I have as a roster bubble. And is every year, it's how many receivers do the Bills take? Is it six or is it seven? So if we count the guys that I say are locks, those five guys, so that's five guys. Then there's, the four, then there's four guys either for two spots or one spot. So let's yep. break that down. I I want I want to hear your thoughts. We'll say we'll say that we'll say we'll play the game. We'll say the Bills keep six. Okay. We'll say the Bills keep six. I know they could keep seven, but we'll say they keep six. Who was that sixth guy out of those four guys? If, if you're so, the guys that well, I have we're gonna make sure we agree here. Top five are definitely Diggs, yes, Davis, yes, Mackenzie, Crowder, and uh, Shakir. Yes, agreed. Okay, so yep. those are those are the five guys. Those are the five locks. That's- that last spot is going to be hard as hell. Yes. Because do you do you keep Stevenson to be your return man? Do you keep Kumaro because he's a good red zone target? Yeah. Do you do you go after you stay with Hodgins because he's looked good in camp and you know we want to see what he's got after he got hurt? Maybe now is the time to see what he's got. Um yeah, that's tough. It, it may be seven, but if we're keeping six. Oof. I know who I like, and I have a couple of reasons behind it. I like Kumaro. Really? I like hmm. Kumaro as, as, as the sixth guy. I know I know it's a young man's league, and everybody's like, he's 30, 31. It's like, yeah, but it's the sixth receiver spot. It's not like, you know, any of these other guys are showing that much promise at this point. So, I like Marquez Stevenson. Marquez, Marquez. Excuse me. Marquez. I, I, like, I like him too. It is spelled Marquez, so you're not that Yeah, wrong. yeah. And the reason is, one, he just finished his rookie year. And we didn't see, yeah. obviously, a lot. So he's still super young. And all these guys are not on, like, big contracts. So the money is not a factor, once again. I think he gives you, I guess, the ability to punt return or kick return. Not punt return. Kick return. And he was a little inconsistent. But if he has a good, like, is, this could help him. If he has a good camp kick returning, he could be on the roster. Just yeah. because of that. Like, just because of that. And... Oh. He gives you a guy that can stretch the field vertically with his speed that we really don't have on this team. Gabe Davis to an extent, but Stevenson's speed is, I, I would say, a, a notch above uh, Gabe Davis. I mean, to a degree, you, you do have a point, but at the same time, you have McKenzie on the team. You do, yes. Right, he's a lock. And then you have Shakir, who has returned he, kicks and punts. Yeah, he at could Boise be very interesting. Yeah, so he's going to be your your fifth receiver if you're looking at the roster. You yeah. got Diggs, Crowder, Davis, and McKenzie ahead of him as of now, right? Unless you're saying he's going to beat out McKenzie, and no. McKenzie's going to be the fifth guy. As of right now, based on where they came from, how long they've been on the team, what they've done here, uh, tape, Shakir's five. I agree. And he can return kicks, and he can return punts. Do you then keep Kumaro as your red zone guy to yeah, give you a big target in the red zone? Look, or do they, you keep Stevenson, or do you put Stevenson on the practice squad? Because if you don't make I a think, team. Yeah, I think if the Bills are confident enough in Isaiah McKenzie and Shakir returning punts and kicks, and we saw Isaiah McKenzie last year, it wasn't anything pretty when he was returning punts and kicks. It wasn't horrible, but it wasn't anything special. Um, Dude, but week if one. See, yeah, yeah. Should have been a touchdown. Yes. Jesus. If we see him and I say Shakir kind of develop into legit punt returners and kick returners, or even consistent, not you don't have to be like crazy. You don't have to be Devin Hester. Nobody's asking you to be yeah. Devin Hester. Actually, be like consistent. Not like don't cough up the ball. Give Josh Allen the ball back. That's all that matters. Just keep give Josh Allen the ball back. Then Stevenson will be a practice squad candidate because I think he'll land on the practice squad right away. He didn't show enough his rookie year to get another spa shot anywhere else and then you go jake kumaro i agree i think hodgins i know hodgins was uh and then gabe davis draft it was like oh this is the steal he hasn't really shown us anything i think gentry he's the guy out he's the first guy out he's always been back and forth practice squad like just been signing back and he'll, forth he'll probably be on the practice squad yeah we like to keep receivers on the practice squad oh yeah yeah some of these guys are gonna make the practice squad that, and yeah. corners those are those are the practice squad guys receivers and corners yes and then once in a while, like an old lineman just chills yeah. on the project and a running back. But do we, does OJ Howard have an effect? I, I was thinking about this when you said Kumro. Does he have an effect on Jake Kumro because is he that second red zone target? 
So this is another variable, and it really depends on what happens in camp. And the, oh, it's a big ass variable, yeah. but but depending on how he fits the offensive scheme and how he looks in camp and how he looks in the preseason, because you know training camp runs through like the first two weeks of the preseason, I believe. Still, I don't know mm-hmm. if in the new format it does, but I know yeah. previously it ran through the first two weeks of the preseason. Camp and preseason are really going to determine, you know, who stays. I know OJ Howard's most likely not going anywhere because they like to keep three tight ends, and last year was an anomaly because it was Gilliam's a tight end, okay, fullback, yeah. whatever, and then we have Sweeney, who hasn't showed me anything since year one. Um, so I, I'm pretty sure that he's a lock to make the team in OJ Howard. But if he lights it up and it looks like uh, Gronk and Hernandez back in the day, He's not going anywhere. Yeah, it, then then you can I don't count Kumar out. Going anywhere. He's also on a one-year, three million dollar contract, so it's not like we're getting like a cap with it. I think he's a lock. Yes, hundred percent to make the team. But if he, if him and Dawson Knox can put together a a Gronkowski, Aaron Hernandez uh, type season where they just mesh and light it up, and Josh can do no wrong because he's got two big targets and then some speed on the outsides. Look out! This is this yeah. could be a real crazy year where they're like we carry five receivers instead. Yeah, it you could be know. could be something like that where we haven't had that, just like, that dope. We haven't had that second tight end receiving threat. Yeah, I don't even know. I could even name a second tight end receiving threat that was a legit um second tight end. Please Smith, son. Please, me, me, me. I don't know about that. <laughs> um, let's go to the comment section. McKenzie's a utility guy now. Yes. He's always been a utility guy. He's still always been a, he's still a wide receiver. Yeah. So he's still for, unless you unless there's a new uh spot that's called utility guy. I, I don't know, but he is still a receiver, so he's still gonna fall under the receiver category as I knock my mic. As so a against the Patriots, he's putting 150 yards up. Yeah. Yeah, so he's still a receiver. That's the end of the day. He's still yeah. gonna fall under um the the receiver, the receiving hold. So when the Bills make their cuts, he's going to be a receiver. Simple as that. Uh, Kumaro, probably the six for me. I look, I think it's Kumaro or Stevenson if we're yeah. going six. So those are my two guys. And then one makes the practice squad. It's kind of what it's once again, like the Moss Johnson debate. It's what do the Bills want? Like, not just that, but what do they have elsewhere? Exactly. Do they like if, if, if Howard's great, then Kumaro's more expendable. But if yes, if Howard's not great, then Kumaro's more yes. needed. You're right because Knox gives you the tight end, uh, tight end threat, but he gives you the red zone threat. So does Davis. Obviously, Diggs is Diggs, but he's not like that go up and go get him guy. But he's Diggs. And then you have like if Howard, if Howard shows out, like you said, then you're fine, and you don't need Kumro. You really don't. Um, you yeah. really don't. Then, yeah. then you can then you can gamble on a kick returner if you need it. Stevenson special teams, yeah, he could be that could help him on the roster. That, like we said, kick returning, he he if he shows a consistent enough ability to kick return this um, summer, he could be on the roster. That could be uh, a total. That could be that could be the game changer for Stevenson. Would not be shocked if they keep seven receivers. Dave Myers in his most recent article breaking down the fifty, he did a roster predictions on builtinbuffalonews.com. Go check that out. That website's uh, we content's great, but. He said seven receivers. He had seven receivers on his article. So it's an option. I think this is one of the years that it could be an option because they're so loaded at that position. Um, they're very, they're very low. Do you agree? That, could you see yeah. an opportunity of seven receivers is, or is that just too crazy? I, so I could see them carrying seven. Mm-hmm. I could also see him carrying five. That'd be nuts. It, dude. It's nuts, but no, I agree. I don't disagree. It's crazy. It's, it's crazy, but when you have... Dawson Knox and OJ Howard. It's like, what do you do? Yes. Like, do you keep the receiver or do you keep the extra running back? Because you can also line up James Cook outright, out wide. You could. I would. Yeah, that's something that run, he can line up out wide. He can line up in the slot. He can line up at running back. Uh, you have players who do multiple things all over the place. So you could keep only five official receivers and still run five receiver sets with only four receivers in the field. I'm like, what the hell are you doing? Or three receivers in the field. I want to. Uh, Kumaro is not like Beasley. No, Kumaro is huge. They're, they're totally two different players. Um, Kumaro's a go up and get him type of receiver. He's he's uh, Kumaro's a slot guy, so you got to give him that part. Yes, yes, but he's, he's a, a slot guy. But, but he's not Cole Beasley's slot guy. Um, 
Yeah, and Kumo has shown us a little that Denver game two years ago. Yeah, two years ago when he that touchdown over the field. That's what the I needle, kind of saw. The needle being threaded and him being able to catch it without yeah. being able to see the ball. That's nuts. Like that's Howard does not drop. Yes. Yeah. Howard does not play on special teams, but I don't think that's gonna have a factor in his roster yeah. making. That could help Kumaro's roster making. But that, yes. that that won't play an effect um at all on how OJ Howard uh makes the roster. No, he's making the roster. Like unless he gets injured and he has to go on IR, he's making a roster. This I wanted people to know that. Like I'm not that confident in OJ Howard, although I am confident that we'll be able to maximize his abilities, but I'm pretty damn confident he's making this roster unless some unforeseen nonsense happens. I'm I'm super confident in him making the roster. Yeah, like I'm pretty sure of that. We we're we're, we're going to get to the tight, tight end competition in a second cuz I have a couple I have an interesting take on the tight end competition. Um, but I want what? There's a competition. Com- uh, roster competition for the make the end of the roster. I have a we can. T- I want to touch on that because I have a quick. I have a little. Um, we can. You. Uh, let me, let me I gotta hear it. I can, we'll, we'll get there. Yeah, I gotta we'll hear get it. there. Um, yeah, you're right. Howard said he wanted to do more than tight end, so I wouldn't doubt. Uh, they do a lot of rotation. Yeah, look, I think, like is said, Hernandez and Gronk, how they use Howard and Knox. At the same time in the field is going to be fascinating, like super fascinating, because that will give the Bills a different look on offense that they haven't had in a very long time. Makes me want to strap on some pads and play running back. Let's go. Yeah, OJ Howard is a huge X factor on this uh, offense. He is huge X factor. I agree with you, Jimmy. Like if he pops, it doesn't have to be a crazy year, but a productive enough year as a second tight end. This offense just keeps going up. And up and up, up and up and up and up and up and up. Um, yeah, like we're kind of nitpicking here, and we're saying, like, oh, does Cooper make the rush or does Stevenson? We didn't really mention Isaiah Hodgins, who everyone loves, but are we are we happy that we're loaded? Yeah, we're super happy that we're loaded. This team is this team's loaded, so it's a good thing to have. I like the football, is it's my Tom Brady football. Oh, I got the joke. I got. <laughs> I was about to say like you have a Tom. I was about, I was about to say like you have a Tom Brady signed football. And I was like, hey, is what are you bringing this on the show for? It's the Buffalo Blitz, and then you got to get the little joke in there. <laughs> I couldn't help. I saw it. I was like, <laughs> we're gonna be moving on to the tight end competition. And Lone Wolf, I think he beat me to it. Is Sounds like a Watermeyer bandwagon member. Ooh. Yep. <laughs> you got me. You got me. You got me. So, right. Going through the tight end competition, Knox and OJ Howard, in my opinion, are locks. And then you have Sweeney, Jalen Watermeyer, and Quentin Morris as the other three tight ends. Reggie Gillum is a fullback. So, I don't – like you said, is they don't classify him as a tight end anymore, right? Yeah. So, he's yeah, a fullback. Yeah, he's a fullback. Gilliam is officially a fullback on the roster. He'll still line up at tight end as fullbacks tend to do sometimes. Yeah. But yeah, you got you got Weidemeyer, who's you know six four two fifty six. That's a big ass dude. Jesus Christ. Jalen Weidemeyer, undrafted from Texas A and M. The reason he fell in this draft is one reason: his measurables and his he did not flash athleticism. He didn't flash uh-huh. anything that NFL teams wanted. And then he came out and said he wasn't feeling. Um, great, and don't do it. That was my biggest thing with him. But he was a high projected mid to I would say high projected mid round pick going into the season and had a somewhat productive year with Texas AM. But he didn't flash in any of the I would say measurables that the, the Bills and other teams would like to see. The reason I, I'm on his bandwagon, I have not seen anything from Tommy Sweeney. And granted, that is not Tommy Sweeney's fault. At all, he had the COVID situation, and then he had a he had an was it a heart situation he had? That was, that was the same year as the COVID. So he had okay. COVID, and then in the COVID year, he had COVID result in like a I don't know if it was a heart murmur or yes. yes, but he had he had a heart issue because of COVID. But he was back all this past year, yes. and I didn't too didn't do a damn thing. That's where I was getting to. I was like, yes, we can give him. We'll give him a pass on the COVID year. We'll go ahead and give him a pass. Granted, hopefully, obviously, we're happy that he's healthy. Um, but yeah, is 
it's it's an open competition. I think it's I'm I'm I think Jalen Watermeyer makes this roster. Like I'm it's, that confident in it. It's very possible. I mean, I'm not gonna you know down you and tell you you're stupid for for thinking it. It's very Maybe possible he does. Tell me I'm stupid. Yeah. Well, I, mean, I could tell you that, but I'd probably be wrong. <laughs> I think that you know that that Weidemeyer could make the roster. It'd probably be hard for him to see the field or even be part of yeah. the game day roster. You know, make the you know the 46 or 47 that suit up. That would be difficult. But I think that it's possible. I mean, the Bills do like to bank on guys who have that chip on their shoulder because they weren't drafted where they were supposed to be or they weren't drafted at all and they were supposed to be so. They they like they like that and they like to use that motivation to help players you know become their best selves. Yeah, and I think there's something like like you said. I think Tommy, like I said, Tommy Sweeney hasn't shown, or you said as well. Tommy Sweeney hasn't shown us anything um, this past year. And it, did he have a lot of opportunity? He actually had more opportunity than people thought. Yeah, he was the second tight end on this roster. He was, and Knox got dinged up a couple times this year. Yeah, he was never out of the game. Like he didn't have to like. But he played snap. He played snaps on offense. And he dropped a few passes, you know. Yeah. Does Josh Allen not fully Yeah, does Josh Allen not fully trust him? That could be the option. I know Josh Allen's very close with them. I saw some Instagram videos. I think they're close. I don't know. Playing golf together. They could be close. Yeah, they saw him in the honorary uh, honorary quarterback, remember? Yeah. Yeah. So like could that be a factor? Yeah, it obviously could be a factor. Josh Allen has a lot of pull in the organization, more than probably people want to say he does, but he does. And Jalen Weidemeyer doesn't have a relationship with Josh Allen yet. But if Jalen Weidemeyer pops at camp and like they just say his his measurables just weren't his thing and his tape was his thing, and maybe that's what the Bills no, that's exactly what the Bills are. Gabe Davis. Yeah. I think you remember that clip. Remember that clip from the combine when Brandon Bean said, I everyone knows hopefully he doesn't run here or run well here. And yeah, he didn't run bad. Like, you know, like four, five, four, yeah, he didn't run know, bad, but he wasn't blazing. Because Bean knew his production on tape was better than what he was going to measure at. Mm-hmm. Jalen Watermeyer could be that same, same guy in the sense that his measurables, his combine, his pro day wasn't anything special. It was probably worse than anything special. It was horrible. Yeah. But he David flashed. Four, five, four. Yeah. So he but was he... hoping for like mid four fives. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> but Watermeyer flashed at college. I think he was very productive at college. I think he can block. He can receive. He can do a lot of things. And I think the third tight end is very open. It's not a glamoring like, oh, we got we to gotta talk about the tight end competition. But you know what? The Buffalo Blitz, we talk about everything. And I really wanted to get my point across that Jalen Watermeyer has a legit chance to make this roster. I don't think Quentin Morris does. And I think Reggie, I think Quentin Morris could be a practice squad guy if they yeah. really wanted to. Wasn't and, he last year? Yeah, he was a practice. He was undrafted last year. He was Jalen Watermeyer from last year. But not as like the hype around him. Okay, that makes sense. He was an undrafted tight end from last year. That's what I was probably getting at. Yeah, yeah, but he but he didn't have the uh, recognition of somebody who should go in the third, fourth, fifth round. Yes, is do you think the Bills just play it safe here and just keep Tommy Sweeney and get because you can get Watermeyer on the practice squad? Actually, nah, I don't. Think, I don't know if you can get Watermeyer on the practice squad. <laughs> I don't know if you can. Yeah, there's you some get, teams out there hurting for tight ends. You can get Quentin Morris on the practice squad, no doubt. And, you know, some teams might even jump at Tommy Sweeney if he pops up out there because yeah. he's he's flashed a couple this times. Is why, this is interesting. Not consistent, but I think that I think that Weidemeyer, Weidemeyer might have a better shot at making the team than Sweeney, not just because of you know the whole factor that he's got the chip on his shoulder and that his t- his tape is better, but being a rookie, even though he is not signed on a rookie a free agent contract or he's not signed mm-hmm. on a drafted contract the bill still hold the rights to him for the first four years yes as a uh freaking uh what's it called uh restricted free agent mm-hmm. so if he turns out to be you know that white mushroom that smells great and tastes good then you know somebody else might want to come and pick that mushroom from said field and they're gonna have to pay for it i agree i completely Agree, John Heron coming in. What's up, John? What's up, man? How we doing? Um, we'll go, back, we'll go back to this. Can Gillum be our goal line guy or is Moss better? Moss is way better, Moss better. than the goal line. Gillum hasn't showed us anything. He's a blocker. If if you say goal line blocker, and they can catch. Yeah, but he's he hasn't really done anything productive out of the backfield, and he hasn't really got an opportunity, which makes me feel like he wasn't very good at running the ball. If he hasn't got any production, I mean, Rick Bates didn't get any opportunity until late this season, and 
That's true. But we've seen a couple years out of Reggie Gillum, and I feel like if he was good at running the ball, is I think I think Brian Dable would have tossed him in there. Yeah, but hasn't Rick been here for like four years? Is it Ryan or Rick Bates? He goes by Rick, but his name is Ryan. Oh my god! I, I see yeah, people saying one of those guys. Like his nickname doesn't make any sense. Like he's an honorary Puerto Rican. Yeah. Like our nicknames don't make any sense. <laughs> really? Yeah, my brother's name is Marcial, but we call him Chalpi. Makes no sense. Yeah, I don't get that. So what's your nickname? Uh, Malito. Interesting. Interesting. Um, the Ryan Bates thing. I think the Bills liked. I, I think the Bills maybe not not dropped the ball, but I think they probably should have played him earlier. But I think the Bills liked his ability to play everywhere on the O line, mm-hmm. like his center, his guard versatility. So they didn't want to throw him in at one position. Well, should yeah. they have? Probably, but I think that was probably. If I'm going to say why they didn't, it was probably that logic. That and the fact that they had uh, Cody Ford and they wanted to give him every yeah. opportunity because they drafted him in the second round. And look, give my quarterback the best he can have. Okay, I don't give a damn where they were picked up. That is true. Sweeney's blocking was disappointing. Yeah, it wasn't like. Do you agree? I don't think Sweeney's blocking was anything like to lose our mind about this past year. I mean, it's not like you know. It wasn't it's blocking at the end of the day? It's not like he could put his heart in it. Jeez. Um. Too soon. Mm, no, you're good. I think we're good. I think we're good. Is there room for three tight ends? Um, and we yeah. might have to do a show on the 53 man roster prediction. That'd be a long show, but we could do it. We could do it. Um, so middle training camp, probably. Yeah. Yeah, I would say that. Yeah, I would wait a little bit. I mean, we, we're a little early here on the training camp battles, but training camps getting getting our OTAs or whatever kind of voluntary mini camps, the amount of names they have. Obviously, that's going to get going or is getting going right now. But yeah, there's room for three tight ends. There is 100% room for two tight ends. There's not room for four tight ends. But there's room for three tight ends. Um, Quentin Morris highly underrated. Sure, maybe. I mean, sure. I don't know. I haven't seen it. You're right. I'll be glad to be wrong. I mean, yeah. I, I don't really have any favorites on you know in this particular field when it comes to who is the good guy. As long as we keep the good guy, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Like as long as the guy that's that's good is here, I don't care. If it's Quentin Morris, if it's Widemeyer, if it's Sweeney, I don't care. Keep the best one. I think obviously that's obviously that's the Bills' plan. I'm I'm just afraid if the Bills cut, <laughs> watch him. You're killing me, is. I'm I'm afraid if the Bills cut Jalen Widemeyer, he picks up somewhere else and becomes Gronk. Yeah, not that wouldn't go that far, but he obviously was productive in college, and the reason he fell was because of his measurables. So there is production on the field. And he was apparently oh. sick too. I heard he was sick. Yes, that's what he said. Yes. So I mean, sure. I mean, if he was sick, then you know, you course, have like you said, don't do it. Yeah. But are you gonna be that guy who's like, this is the difference between a seventh round pick and a third, and now you're undrafted? It's like, well, I shouldn't have did it. I'd fire my agent. I'd be like, all right, well, you told me to do it, and I did it, and yeah, I don't know why he ran or did anything. Now I'm in Buffalo on a whim. Exactly, yeah, and in a, I would say a somewhat crowded tight end room isn't as crowded as the wide receiver room or the running yeah. back room or the cornerback room, which we'll get to in uh, in a minute here, which is going to take us to the end of the show because the cornerback room is um, is crazy. Well, as I saw this question, this is coming for you. What's your favorite jersey of the ones you have? Is give give me your so, favorite jersey? Do you mean the ones I have right here or all the ones I have? Because of all of them that I have. Um, the one I have worn the most is the LaShawn McCoy jersey, especially when he was on the team. But mm-hmm. I retired that one to a pillowcase. Um, I do enjoy my Trey White jersey over here. This one right here, if I'm going to a game, either I'm wearing that or my brother's wearing that or my wife is wearing that. So, uh, how many, how many, how many jerseys you got is I have Jim Kelly, Thurman Thomas. The Thurman Thomas jersey I have is a veterans edition Thurman Thomas jersey, so it's black okay. and camo. Okay, that's dope. Um, it is pretty dope. Uh, it doesn't fit me anymore though, because I got it when I was younger. <laughs> but uh, I got the uh, so my wife usually wears that one. I have the mm-hmm. the white the Edmonds the signed Edmonds, which I will never mm-hmm. wear. I have the McCoy, I have Jim Kelly, uh, Sammy Watkins. That was Ooh. a mistake. I have a Sammy Watkins T-shirt. You know the T-shirt jerseys they have. Yeah, I was what year was Sammy Watkins? Twenty fourteen. Twenty. So he was 
drafted 2014. I don't know. I think that's we traded him 2017, right? Yeah, I would say 20. So I was 13. So, 20, so, 20, so 22, 2013, 2014. We drafted I was, him. I was like 12 or 13. So I got one of those nice little. Yeah. Uh, I'm 21, if anybody doesn't know. But yeah, those t shirts. So I was a little and I, a little, I was in middle school and I was, I was, I was excited for Sammy Watkins, obviously. That I was also excited for EJ Manuel. So, you know, you get, um, you, you get where I'm going there, but you have a lot yeah. of jerseys. I have, I have five jerseys that I could wear. Yeah. Cause I have a couple signed jerseys. I have a, I have a Jim Kelly signed jersey. I have a Tremaine signed jersey, Andre Reed, and a Bruce Smith signed jersey. Yeah. Those four. And then jerseys that I can wear because I'm not wearing, like, they're framed. I'm not wearing a signed jersey. I'm not going to be that crazy guy to uh, wear a signed jersey. So um, my favorite one I ever had was an Eric Mould's jersey. Ooh. I had an Eric Mould's jersey, but it got stolen when I was, when I first joined the military. They stole my bag. And Dude, who stole your bag? I don't know who. Just. They just. And my mold jersey was gone, and I was upset. Damn, that's some that stuck. That stinks. But no, I, I have a I got a Von Miller jersey. Picked that up. Picked nice. Up, picked up a Dawson Knox jersey. Picked up a Gabe Davis jersey, and then I have my Josh Allen and uh, Trey White jerseys. Those are my five jerseys that I can wear. There you go. Yeah. Was, yeah. That's a nice little collection. I'm loaded. I got I got a couple jerseys. Um, this is the Jalen Watermeyer thing. I was I agree. I remember. I don't. He was that high. He was a first round pick. Is like before yeah. the year, Wattemeyer. And his production was good, but it wasn't as good as I think people thought going into the year. And then obviously the combine screwed him up. This could be a steal. And that's why I'm on the Jalen Wattemeyer pick. And I'm not alone on the Jalen Wattemeyer pick. Uh, on bandwagon here. I'm not at all. I don't know if you're on the bandwagon yet or if you're going to get on the bandwagon. But I agree. You, you're the guy like, you know what? Whatever we do, I agree with and we'll move forward. This is I wouldn't necessarily I would agree with, but I definitely... You have confidence. I want, keep, I, I want them to keep whoever the best person is at the position. I don't care who it is. If they go out there and they prove that they're the best at the time, then that's who I want them to keep. Period. Did you, Did your sister like McCoy? Is I didn't. I don't have a sister. Who's your your wife? Your wife. My, my wife. Yeah, she yeah. loves Lashawn McCoy. Who doesn't love Lashawn McCoy? I love. Actually, actually, her favorite player though was Aaron Williams. Uh, she took a picture with him at training camp. She was he was flirting with, with my wife, and he, I don't think he realized she was married too. Oh, jeez. Yeah, I took pictures of my kids too. It's pretty funny. Oh, I, I like Darren Williams, obviously. Thank yeah, you, Jared no, Landry, for that. That was not fun. So, was what year cool. was it? what year was that? Because that I was two thousand ten, two thousand eleven. That was that long ago, dude. Aaron Williams uh, left the team in twenty. That is why I barely remember that. Twenty sixteen was his last year. So that Jarvis Landry hit on him was 2015. Okay. For, yeah, 20, no, it was 2016. Yeah, it was the okay. year that they took him out. Okay. Okay. So I remember that, but I'm almost like 15. So I was like, poor everything guy. Good. Yeah, poor guy. He was, he was, he was good. He was very good. So that'd be sad for him. But yeah, is this is the final thing I want to talk about tonight on the Buffalo Blitz. And guys, I appreciate everyone liking and commenting. And yeah, the comments are awesome. Just, a lot, but I appreciate the comments. It shows you guys care about the show. It means a lot to me. The cornerback competition right here. This Ooh. is going to be interesting. This is where we're going to end the show with the last 15 minutes here. The guys that I have as locks at, on the cornerback, cornerbacks, Tredavious White, Kyrie Elam, Dane Jackson, Taron Johnson, and then I have Siren Neal as a lock and two reasons behind that special teams. And they gave him a three-year contract extension because of special teams. Yeah. Because of special teams. And then, he can play safety linebacker and, you know, then yes, exactly. He's a, he's a hybrid guy. So you, the bills usually either keep five to six guys on the cornerback side, right? I just yeah. named five guys, but Siren Neal could play special teams. So that I think that could limit. I think they go six guys. Yeah. We got, Cam Lewis, Christian mm-hmm. Benford, the six-round pick out of Villanova, Nick Nick McLeod, and Elijah Griffin. That's that's an interesting competition right there. If we think Siren Neal's a lock, and I think he's a lock because of special teams and his contract extension, I yeah. think it's a battle. And you know who, you know who loves Elijah Griffin, Ryan Talbot. He loves Elijah Griffin. I listened to the shout the his podcast with Matt Perino. Shout the Buffalo podcast. Yeah, it's a good podcast. It is. I, I listen to him all the time. I love those guys. I love it. I, I, I think I've, I missed an episode, so I think I got to listen to that. But no, it's a great. And Talbot came on when this was a podcast 
like a month or two ago. So, and he'll come back on because they're great guys. Hang on, he's been on, he's been on your show. Yeah. Damn, I feel overshadowed. <laughs> no, not he wasn't on the live show. He was on. Remember, remember when I started? Yeah, yeah. Before, you were podcast guy, and then you came live, and I was your yeah. first live guy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, Talbot was on the podcast, but he's coming back. He's coming back. he's coming back in July. He said he's coming back, so I'm gonna have him on. So I'm excited for that. But he's a big watch. Yeah, man, I gotta, I gotta talk to that guy. <laughs> he's does he not come on your show. No, no, dude, I'm not that popular yet, man. You, you're ahead of me right now. You, you've already got <laughs> my doors off. I don't know if that's true. I don't You're know. You're Vin Diesel. I'm Paul Walker. Like you let me win sometimes. <laughs> Appreciate the compliment. I don't know if that's true yet. But he's a big Elijah Griffin guy. I think it's a two rate two man race for this. Cam Lewis or Christian Benford. And Cam Lewis has flashed. He is I know I see I like the look in the crazy. He has flashed over the last handful, the last two was it the last two years. He kind of played a little bit for Tyron Johnson when he was injured. All that mm-hmm. stuff. And he, he's shown the ability to play corner. Christian Benford is a rookie out of six, six point pick out of Villanova. What, what do the Bills do here? If they want to keep six guys, and I think they do, the five guys I said that are locks are already locks. Who's the sixth guy? It's Cam Lewis or Christian Benford. I kind of see Benford more as a safety, honestly. Okay. So then you, so you could move him there. That's yeah, I'd move, I'd, move, I'd move him over to safety. I think that, you know, his, his, Man coverage skills aren't that great. His zone coverage skills are fine, mm-hmm. and we run more zone than anything. But I exactly. don't think that I don't think that he has the quickness to really, you know, shine here in in the cornerback role. But I think that as a safety, his length, and even though he lacks quickness as a corner, he doesn't lack it as a safety. I think that he would translate more in the NFL as a safety. That's just my opinion. I've heard other people say that too. And yeah, in watching the I, tape, I agree. I think he better as a safety. I've heard that too, and I've also heard that he could play special teams. If he can, then you he know can. that could give him a leg up too. Has Cam Lewis played special teams? Yeah, I, I don't know because he hasn't know. played that much. He hasn't. He hasn't been active that much. No, but I think Cam Lewis. Like if we're going talented corners here, he's. I think he has the leg up on Benford. Look, Elijah so, Griffin and Nick McLeod. Someone gets hurt. Lewis has a bigger chance to be on the field. Right? Is that say someone gets hurt? Like Taron Johnson goes down, Cam Lewis Cam is a spot corner. Yes, exactly. So he can play both, the, but he's better there. Do the Bills think of it like that? Like we get an injury. I think obviously they think like this. Who's more confident? I think we're more confident in Cam Lewis at this yeah. point. And the Bills are obviously in a win now mode. But I also think you could stick Christian Bedford at safety. You could also stick him on the practice squad. He could 100% be a practice squad guy. But so could Cam Lewis. Like he's been yes, a practice yes. squad guy for like the last three, four years. Yes. So, so for Nick McLeod and Roger Griffin. Yeah, either one of the – like any of them could be on the practice squad and you don't have to worry about somebody poaching them unless they really need them. Um, that's that's tough. Uh, I do like the size of Benford, but I think I think size versus skill. Like, give me skill all day. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think I also trust Cam Willis more. Well, he's been point. in the system for three years. You better. If yeah. not, then yeah. he shouldn't be here at all. You, you no. got to let him go. Yeah. And he's here for a reason, obviously. That means they trust him. They trust yeah. him enough to obviously replace Taron Johnson as a slot corner and do a lot of other things on the defense. But Christian Benford is a six-round pick. I know he's a day three, a day three pick, and it's a little iffy for day three picks. So is Matt Milano. So so is Matt Milano. So was Wyatt Teller. So was Wyatt Teller. So oh, stop it. <laughs> I am a. I'm a Virginia Tech fan, so I support my guy. Right, yeah. I was kind of no, sad. No, but we uh, we should have. We. I mean, had we known that we would lack run blocking ability, I think that oh he would have been. Yeah, we could get that, we could get down a rabbit hole right now, is and talk about why I tell him for an hour. And we could talk about a lot of guys that we didn't get that we could have got, or that we had. A lot, a lot of teams. A lot of teams. It's part of. It's part well, of. It was, but then guys that you had, and then we're like, here you go. Thanks for the fifth round pick. Oh, he's one of the best in the league now. Thanks. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but no, yeah. Like Cam Lewis, Christian Bedford, that's a good be um, interesting debate. Unless you think Sarah Neal doesn't make the roster and then you just get crazy there. But no, I don't no, see no. it. Three year contract extension and he's a great special teamer. And once again, for some reason, Andre Smith likes to keep finding a, his way into our conversation. Thank you, Andre. Um, Dr. Nice Dre. Nice, no, nice going there. Do you think he comes out? Remember? You remember, I know, I don't, we didn't talk about PDs, but I kind of want to talk about, you know, remember when DeAndre Hopkins, not remember, it didn't happen that long ago, DeAndre Hopkins, it came out that he got suspended for six games, right? And then he was like, he put that quote out or that tweet out or like that post out says, I got to get to the bottom of it. 
do we yeah. see a, do we see so an Andre Smith? Do we? I don't know. <laughs> do we see an Andre Smith coming out with? I gotta get to the bottom of it. No, he's not famous enough. He's not DeAndre Hopkins dope. That's true. That but that he's cracked just, me he's up. Just, he's just dope. But that cracked me up with DeAndre Hopkins. Like, yeah, I gotta get to the bottom of it. I'm like, dude, bottom of what? Like, we, we, you, you got suspended. Like, let's move on here. Like, bottom of the syringe. <laughs> yeah. Um, I hate that shit. Like, like look, I'm, I'm like, I'm a UFC fan, and my favorite fighter has always been John Jones because he's from Rochester and I'm from Rochester, right? And but it's like, dude, like, come on now. <laughs> like, yeah. give me something I can defend you on. I can't defend yes. you on that. Exactly. Jason coming in. They'll keep five cornerbacks tops i don't think that's true i think no, they I go six either. corners i think five you can you could say mm. five do you say five if you say look is if we say five corners it's trey white alam or elam jackson taron johnson siren neal yeah yeah or do they uh, not view siren neal as a traditional corner but here's the thing is that micah hyde can also play slot he can also play outside he can play i still think i think i think you don't want to do that though you, you don't want to but you we also didn't want to have to have him as a punt returner and we did That's true. And, we did yeah we don't want yeah. that again Some, sometimes want. sometimes you have to do some shit you don't want to do because yeah it's just the best option like sometimes the best option is the option you don't want because it puts you know something else at risk but sometimes you got to freaking do it and as much as i would hate to see you know, Micah Hyde to step down there because of an injury or something like that. You know, I said there's a possibility that we only keep five receivers because of the tight ends. There's a possibility that we only keep five corners because of the safeties. Like if they move, if they move, if they move my man to safety, like I said, he could be the sixth corner slash yeah. safety. Yeah, he could be that guy who's in between those two positions. But who do you, you know, who do you? I don't. Gotta, think, I don't think it's a done deal that's five corners and tops. I don't think we're just gonna. No, no, no. nothing's corners. a done deal because I think it's six corners. I'm gonna die. I think it's six corners, um, because I don't think they want to mess around with. But it could be a corner slash. It could be, but it's still somewhat a corner. It could I, be a I, DB. Yes. Oh yeah, we can put the DB right next to him. Uh, Benford could go to. Uh, I'm assuming he needs Benford, but we'll, we'll go with that. Goes to practice squad. That could be an option. Benford could go to the practice squad. Any of these guys could go to the practice squad. Cam Lewis, Benford, McLeod, Elijah Griffin. Um, Hamlin is a backup safety. I think the Bills really like Demar Hamlin. I do too. Um, special teamers. He'll be that third safety, right? You would say him and Jaquan Johnson will be those, so, those backup safeties. Yeah. So Jaquan Johnson would be the guy who would replace Poyer most likely. Yes. And Hamlin would be the guy who replaces Hyde most likely. Yes. Hamlin's sure. more of a coverage guy, and Jaquan Johnson is a he's a hitter. Yes. So and they both play special team roles, yeah. Jaquan Johnson and Demar Hamlin. So those two guys aren't going. I don't expect them to go uh, anywhere. Yeah, Cam Lewis played the special teams once and got ran over. I, look, I, I think Cam Lewis is <laughs> on this team or on the practice squad because of his ability to play corner and slot corner. He got truck stick. Yeah, but I think his ability to play. His reason he's on this roster is his ability to play corner and slot corner and be dynamic enough and show enough production. I think it's simple as that for um, for Cam Lewis. Did we see Raza's punts? I saw one, that one that the, the social media popped out. But then I also read that his hang time wasn't anything special on a lot of them. So yeah. social media is always misleading. But he's a rookie. He's young. He just got here. So let's let's calm it down. Should we should we slow it down mm-hmm. on the Matt Raza's the greatest punch I'd ever walk on his face? There? Probably. But we don't have to go say it's trash. But Social media is fun because we saw the two a throw, the duck, Dave Myers <laughs> with Poyer. with hot Dave Myers went viral. It's always a good day when Dave goes viral. Um, love Dave. Uh, who doesn't? And then you got Matt Arazzo with incredible punt. But if you like read Matt Perino, or I think it was Matt Perino, his punts weren't anything like crazy, and he's working on it. So give the kid time. But I don't yeah. want to. I don't want to go crazy on. Uh, I mean, want to go crazy. I mean, you know, you, you're looking at a corner or, uh, excuse me, a punter like Ariza who can get the distance down. He can he can punt at 80 yards. We've seen it. Yes. But those are line drives. In the NFL, you can't you can't do line drives, man. You got guys no. like James Crowder back there picking up these punts. Who's another guy who could play special teams for us, by the way, that we have on a team Yes. that we completely ignored? And they can just take it to the house on you because you didn't give your coverage team enough time to get there. But, you know, when you have somebody who's working at it and – you know they're ready to to put in whatever time it is. You could put them on the practice squad and, and see 
you know, some other team could pick him up and then, you know, like, ah, okay, yeah, no, I see why they put him in the practice squad and they cut him and we put him back in the practice squad and develop him some more. The Bills are good at developing their talent. Yes, that's why so, the Jalen Watermeyer pick. I'm gonna, I'm always gonna keep going back to that. Like practice squad, he could turn out and to be a solid tight end of the year. Like Quentin Morris, people said was underrated. Um, something that I forgot who was in the comment section said, um, Quinn Morris is underrated. Like Cam Lewis has been pretty good off the practice squad. Elijah yeah. Griffin, Ryan Tabot likes. It's the Bills. You're right. The Bills aren't this good for not just just being lucky. They know how to develop talent, especially the secondary, especially the secondary. Because I trust McDermott and Frazier a ton when it comes to the secondary is. It's just that simple. Um, I thought you froze for a second. Is I don't know what you're doing there, man. I have muscle spasms. Really? Yeah, my chest muscles are doing whatever the hell they want to do right now. Oh damn! I thought you froze, and I was like, oh, I'm talking to nobody. No, <laughs> I'm here. I heard everything you said. <laughs> um, five. Trying to be a good boy. <laughs> five corners and one burner. Burner. Uh, like you go to Walmart buying a phone and then like throwing it away. Is that burner, like a special, like a gunner? Are we talking about a gunner here? I don't, I don't know. My man, Jason, I like Jason. you, Jason, but you say some off the wall shit sometimes. <laughs> hey, you know what, Jason? Keep coming back. I appreciate it. Um, yes, please. Like, I like off me, the wall. Explain to me, um, what burner means. Um, because I don't know what that means in the sense of cornerbacks. You stumped me, stumped me in this. I don't know what's going on right now. This is just doing. He's doing his thing. He's doing his thing. Um, is so the the cornerback competition and yeah. do let's talk about Ilam and Dane Jackson. We'll end the show with Ilam and Dane Jackson because I think mm-hmm. we probably should have touched on it a little earlier. But I wanted to get kind of the depth guys talked about with Trey White coming back. Yep, potentially. What is your expectations for Ilam and Dane Jackson? Uh, so I think that Elam is probably going to be pretty comfortable. He's a first-round pick, so he doesn't really have much to worry about. Like He's going to be the number two corner. I don't think there's much doubt about that unless he looks like trash. Which I don't expect. I don't either. He, he, he He's looked solid so far. You know, he's the guy who likes to study. He's the guy who likes to do, you know, whatever he can to get better. Uh, I did read or hear that he is learning techniques for the NFL so he can, you know, get past all the things that he got away with in college based on his talent level. Yeah. You know, in the NFL, you're not going to get away with those same things because no. everybody in the NFL is talented. Everybody in the NFL was dope in college. Except yeah, Tom Brady. Exactly. Except Tom um, Brady. Even a but, little bit of Josh Allen. Yeah, like, like you know, every, everybody, everybody in the NFL showed they had talent enough to be here. Yes. So these are the people who, when they're given the opportunity – they can light it up, and if you are less than the best uh, that you can be at the time, you're gonna give up some plays, you know. And you, even when you are the best, you're gonna give up some plays, but you don't want to be in position to not be prepared. And I think that he's doing his best to be prepared. If there's somebody that can teach um, Elam technique, it's Sean McDermott. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. it is Sean McDermott. That's why I'm so confident in these corners and these uh, safeties. Is because I trust McDermott. If if like I had to trust one position, obviously outside the quarter, quarterback, but I, a position for McDermott to develop, it's the secondary. It's it's clear cut the freaking secondary because he has shown us to develop secondary. Cam Lewis, um, yep. obviously that's still on the roster. Taron Johnson, Dane Jackson was an undrafted free agent. No, Levi Wiles, undrafted for aging, just got a second contract. Mm-hmm. Those are the guys that balled out, and, and we won't talk about Josh Norman. but like, And then Trey White, who's turned into an absolute all-pro cornerback. He's been an all-pro twice. He was first yeah. team and second team all-pro, back-to-back. Trey Davis is an elite corner, so he, McDermott developed. And obviously, Trey White had super, super talent, was super talented yeah. coming out of LSU, but he developed in, into oh. – um, he was the fifth corner drafted that year. Yeah. And, and, we, and we see first round picks just fuzzle out and just burn yeah. out and just not show up because of system. And they're not probably not talented enough. All that fun stuff. Jason coming in with the burner. What is burner? Multiple positions. I'm going to go to Wim says never heard that used before, but is was is was I saying, like it. but is was saying multiple positions in the sense that like Benford could play safety slash corner. 
I think that is that what you were alluding at is. Uh, yes. If if I'm assuming that Benford can play safety, and then if he needs to double back down to the corner, he can. It gives the Bills, you know, it does flexibility. They love flexibility. Ryan Bates, Rick Bates, whatever you want to call him, flexibility with the ability to play center and the guard positions. Sean McDermott and Brandon Bean love flexibility. Isaiah McKenzie gives you flexibility. Shakir gives you flexibility. James, like, there's a lot of guys on this roster that can do a lot of different things. So if Benford can show he can play corner and safety, there's a roster. In the words of Ian Dawkins, we got lots of gymnastics people here. Yeah, we do have a lot of gymnastics people. I wanna, I wanna go to one more comment here, and it's about Josh Allen's golf play. Spin Josh coming man. in. Josh is just yelling four after all his tee offs. Now it's not good, but guess what? <laughs> he doesn't golf for us. He does not golf for us. He I don't understand play. the comment. You don't get the comment? No, I don't I know. You say four. Is that like because the ball's going off? Oh, yeah, the court? Yeah. So, I, so, so when you golf, right? You yeah. say you're, you're driving or you're wherever you are, right? And there's usually like when you normally golf with like, your friends, there's not spectators because nobody, like when I golf, nobody think I'm not good enough to have spectators. I'm not playing like in a tournament. But usually there's other people playing on the other side, right? Like shooting this way, you're shooting that way. Mm-hmm. You yell for it because you absolutely just destroy, just, just shank the shot. Like, I thought it was just the thing you say whenever you hit no, the ball. No, I, you hit a drive, right? And it goes left, and you're hitting into other people, or in this case, they're spectators because it's a tournament. But, like, if you're just playing with your friends, you're going, you're hitting to a spectator or you're hitting to another player, and you yell four so that they know that a ball is about to come and hit them. So aren't four is like, not a good thing. If you yell four, far away? yeah, but that means you shanked it. No, no, I'm saying, but, but they're far away. Like, how are they hearing you? You're yelling it. You yell. You ah! yell. I've got hit in you know what before in the behind because some guy didn't yell four in the end. Uh, you, you can just, say butt. That's cool. Yeah. But I don't know. Um, <laughs> see, the whole – you know what it is? The burner thing has confused people in the comment section. People yeah. are just confused with this burner comment. Thank if you I hear me. burner, I'm thinking like Tyreek Hill. I'm thinking Tyreek Hill. Like, yeah, I think, yeah. Like, yeah, I don't think – guy that can play multiple positions, but you know what? We got a – there's many things I think of when I hear burner, but like guy who plays multiple positions, not one of them. You yeah. got the, phone, you know, the 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 track phone. Yeah, the track. I also thought this got coming. His final comment. I thought a burner was the same thing as a stinger. I thought it was like could be something like that too. Uh, yeah, that's another thing it could be. Yes, there's a few other things it could be, but it's like some of them are not exactly appropriate, and some of them are like definitely appropriate, like the whole burner Tyreek Hill thing. Yes, exactly. But, like, the burner phone thing is probably not that appropriate because, generally speaking, if you have one, you're doing some nefarious stuff. You're doing, you're doing some – I don't know. You're doing something. That you're not nefarious. Doing. I, I wouldn't say illegal, but – You're doing something you know, that you're not supposed to be doing, potentially. Or your side chick's on there or, you know, your drug dealer's on there. You know, whichever one you're doing, you're doing some stuff that's not really yeah. morally yes. good. Is I appreciate you guys coming on tonight, man. I know it was last minute. I know you were a busy day, but I appreciate you coming on. Hey. It's cool, man. Yeah, dude, guys, where can where can everyone find you? As I know, I know people know, but you, you gotta you gotta let the audience know. People forget. So on Twitter, I am at TFP Rican, which stands for that that freaking Puerto Rican. Uh, right, you can find me on Sundays at seven PM on the Resident Report here, right here on the Built in Buffalo YouTube channel, or on our Facebook page, or on Twitter. Uh, yeah, you know, I'm I'm around. If you hit me on Twitter, I will hit you back because I don't get hit that much. Um, if you see my Facebook, I am Ismael Manero Jr. or Ismael Manero Jr. for those who don't understand Spanish. Um, but yeah, otherwise, you know, I'm just around. You'll see me and I'll comment on regular people's stuff because I'm a regular person. And, you know, I'm just down to have whatever conversation about football or whatever else you want to talk about. A regular person talking about the Bills. Let's go, Bills. Let's go, Bills. Guys. As always, I'm Peter DiBiase. My Twitter handle is right there, DiBiase Peter. I will follow you guys back on Twitter as always. And I appreciate everyone coming out. I know the match was on tonight, but hey, the comment section was popping. So I it was watched, on like ESPN. It was on TNT. It was on TNT. Oh, okay. It was on TNT. So I was watching that before. But no, I know people. People. People love tuning in to uh, Josh Allen do whatever he wants. Um, because it's Josh Allen. But guys. Buffalo Blitz every Wednesday, 8 p.m. on the Built in Buffalo Network on Facebook, on YouTube, and on Twitter. We popped off last week on Facebook. We had 2,000 views. 
Um, I checked this morning, over 2,000 views on Facebook. So, guys, keep doing that. Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. My Twitter handle is DBICPeter. Um, Buffalo Butts will be back next week, next Wednesday. Brian from Breaking Tables is coming on next Wednesday. So, start, start the music because I love his little music he ends the show with. So, start the music. I don't got it. Maybe I, I might have to invest in it. Um, so, do, 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 yes, exactly. Do, do, do. It's it's something. So, Brian for Breaking Tables, you guys will be on next week on Wednesday. Breaking Tables is tomorrow night on Thursday. And have a good rest of your week. Nate Geary will come on eventually. I know I promised you guys this week, but stuff happens in life and stuff happens. Is once again, man, I appreciate you coming on. It was a fun show. Thank you for having me, as always. Guys, guys built in Buffalo, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. And I am Peter DiBiase with the Buffalo Blitz. I will see you next Wednesday. Everyone have a good rest of your week.